888 Sport trebles your odds on your first bet. Place your bet, get three times the odds and three times the winnings. It's as simple as up, tap, bet. 888 Sport, bet you can. KUMB West Ham Podcast Season 4. Main sequence started. Accessing file name Sam Allardyce. Error. File not found. Searching for file now. File deleted by mutual consent. Reload file name Slavon Village. Dusting file down. File aged significantly, but successfully reloaded. Load Bowling Ground. Bowling Ground loaded. Warning. File Bowling Ground soon to expire. Access file name, Arthur Fowler's Christmas Club References. File loaded. Search for file name, Christian Daly. File name, Christian Daly not found. Resume search for Christian Daly in background. Search restarted. Render Chris Skull and James Longman. How are you spelling Skull? With a C. File loaded. Run file name, Andy Carroll. Error, file name, Andy Carroll cannot run. Suggest repair of file name, Andy Carroll. How long will repair of farming Andy Carroll take? Computing. Still computing. Bloody hell, how long have you got? File in constant state of repair. Forget it. No file name, Super Kevin Nolan. No. Why not? <laughs> Execute main file. The award winning Visa Motherground West Ham Podcast Season 4. KUMB Season 4 Podcast Reloading. Come on, you irons. And now. Getting a yellow card faster than John Moncur. It's the KUMB West Ham podcast with your hosts, James Longman and Chris Skull. With a C. Hello and welcome to Series 4 of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast. This is the most unusual setting we've ever had for an episode. Joining me here in the National Theatre backstage <laughs> is James Longman. I'm trying to think of some kind of uh, theatrical opener, but I can't. Oh, yeah. Welcome. We had the Welcome, theatrical opening. dear open. listeners. <laughs> we had the theatrical opening. Big budget spent on that initial <laughs> one minute and a bit of the fourth series of the News of the Brown West Ham fourth podcast. Fourth series. Here we are. So I think maybe we should begin this episode explaining why we are where we are. Well, we're in the national because yeah. over the summer we've realised that the theatre's <laughs> the way forward for us. <laughs> We've given up on the theatre of the Bolin and we're yeah. now moving to the theatre <laughs> of a national. Every Saturday yeah. afternoon we're going to be here and we're going to report live on the plays. Yeah. <laughs> we, our podcast will now be about the plays <laughs> of the national. <laughs> we just say as well, we come in this, like, this is the, the biggest acting names of, of British history have got changed in here. And describe what you see, James, in front of you. Well, we are in a small dorm-like room, uh, which is a dressing room. Uh, there is a bed, a single bed in front of me, and a, a kettle. It's like being in uh, the Holiday Inn. <laughs> it's like a really bad Holiday really Inn, isn't it? And, and, and over and over the mm. road, I have to keep my face down. So you can see into the windows of the other dressing rooms, and we can see uh, Mark Gattis from League of Gentlemen uh, preparing to go on stage. And every now and again, he flashes a look over here, yeah. like he knows what we're about to do. Because of course, this room is something special. That today it is Russell Brand's dressing room. Russell Brand's dressing room, and he's on this episode right now. Episode one of series four. Yeah, and uh, also like just across the way, there's a Man United shirt, 
And I also see a few faces that I feel like I recognise, but I'm not 100%. Isn't that the other guy? No, unless they're on fake taxi, you won't recognise them, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first fake taxi reference of the series. (laughs) It's come so soon. Well, we've got so much to talk about. For those listeners that know it, check it out. (laughs) Don't Google it. Just don't Google it at work. (laughs) Um, Oh, it's good to be back. Yeah. Long summer, right? It's weird when there's no England. On. It doesn't feel like a lot's happened, but of course we've been playing football now for about a month. Yeah, we're already. Uh, what we, Europe's been happening, isn't it? For yeah. eight about a year, <laughs> and we've had literally tens of emails saying, "Come on, bring it back for the Europa League." No, we're, we're like uh, like song. We don't come back. <laughs> we don't come back for that stuff. No, out injured. <laughs> Valencia, yeah, we don't come back for that. Not the song is coming back, of course. Um, but well, a lot. Of ha- so much has happened. So Big Sam got sacked. Big Sam went. And we're no mutual agreement, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, mutual agreement. Really? Yeah. Of course, we technically had a podcast since then because we had the end of season do. Jimmy Walker, Rufus Brevin. Yeah, good laughs. That was good value for those who turned up again. If, yeah, if you haven't uh, listened to it, listen because there's some great anecdotes from Jimmy Walker and Rufus. <laughs> they were on good form. Yeah, and of course, there was this, the uh, behind closed door section that happened afterwards. The truth about Pardew almost emerged. Almost. <laughs> did he? Uh, did he? All of them, he? did he? <laughs> I wonder, uh, Mark Gattis feels close enough that we could shout at him and, and get some sort of contribution from him for this podcast. But uh, he doesn't, he looks a little bit disinterested. No, because he's about to go on stage and perform at the home of theatre. What's he playing? I can't tell from here. It's like some sort of Dickensian... Yes, I thought. What's he planning? He's not. He's on Minesweeper. <laughs> Unless this really is <laughs> a travel lodge, and he's just <laughs> two of duty, up. Call of duty. Um, so what else has happened? So we've got Slaven Bilic, James as manager. Bilic. I mean, how do you feel? Cold eyes of a killer. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I. People keep asking me how do I think it will do, and I've absolutely no idea. <laughs> I'm going into this season with no, absolutely no idea. <laughs> I have to say, I've been saying it to you, but I am terrified this season. I've got the worst feeling. Uh, I've ever had about a West Ham season right now. I'm just not confident. I'm not confident in his ability. I think he's, he's gone wrong a few times. And I think with this squad, it's potentially terrifying. Having, having said that, we just beat Norwich 1-0. So yes. <laughs> the glorious. That's it, right? <laughs> Apparently we played really well for the second half. For the second half. Yeah, well, second usually half. we get one good half at Carrow Road. So, that's, so that what, makes sense. My main issue this season is pronouncing the new players' names. <laughs> Payette. I'm slightly going through those moments where you're not quite sure how to mm. say some of them. She yeah. say it quite quietly, like Payette. <laughs> Ogbonna. Ogbonna. Ogbonna, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking it's Obina, but that was the other guy, wasn't yeah, it? Victor. Yeah, Victor. Victor. Absolute legend. Uh, yeah, lots of news players. Stuart Downing's gone. Yeah, so uh, specifically Stuart Downing. So he, he has said that uh, Slavon Bilic didn't do enough to keep him. No, sorry. There's a... there's a, Apparently, uh, sorry, there's a... a in all of these dressing rooms, there's a speaker that tells you when plays are about to start. Yeah. So I gather as an actor, you don't miss it. Oh, yeah. and something's happening now. <laughs> oh, Gattis is about to go on. The lights are off. We're not cutting any of <laughs> That's this That's a out. call for no, Gattis. Gattis is still in there, but he's turned his light off. This is... No, he's, this about, is he's about to go. Oh, he's about to start. That's why. This is fascinating. This, this is fascinating. In the belly of the beast. Um, so where were we? Uh, yeah, uh, so Stuart Downing saying Slavin didn't do enough to keep him. Yeah. That I worry about him that he is a bit impersonal. When we Big Sam, I can imagine, had that personal touch. And a lot yes. of the players liked him. Yeah. Whereas but different managers, isn't it? You think some managers probably don't even speak to their players. They just go through their coaches. Yeah. So who knows what Billich is like as a manager? But that's what Adam Grant did. I know. I know. This is why I'm scared. 
I got having Grant's number. So uh, my Hang friend, on, have you just opened one of Russell Brand's bottles of water? Yes, because I'm really thirsty. Is that our ride? So or hot his? in this room. <laughs> um, uh, so I got. So my friend went to Ghana for a TV show, just yeah. for the, weirdly for the night to film it, not to watch it. Uh, and he was on the flight next to Avram Grant. Mm. And so he got Avon Grant's number and gave it to me. And I texted Avon Grant a really long text saying, we'd love to hear your thoughts, get you on the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, his response, yes, but in Ghana. And <laughs> <laughs> what, we've got to fly out. So once again, he is uh, another footballer with uh, no social skills on <laughs> texting. But anyway, so I've texted him again. So we will hopefully mm. get Avon Grant this season as well. We've got some big names coming up. Yeah, we have got we've some big gar- names. We've guaranteed some big names this season. Yeah, we have. And we're going to start shortly it's with Russell. Yeah, it's all changed on this podcast. And crucially, new new segment, here's how you can get in touch in a more polished version. Here we go. Get in touch with the show. Email us at podcast at kumb.com. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag KUMBpod. Or why not follow us? Chris is at CJS Skull with a C. James is at Longers1. And Graham, editor of KUMB, is at KUMB.com. If you're on Facebook, be sure to join the KUMB group for all the latest news and gossip. There's also the KUMB forum for all kinds of chatter. Simply go to KUMB.com and click forum. Finally, join the KUMB podcast mailing list. Click this podcast link on KUMB.com and sign up for exclusive content from the studio. And be the first to know about upcoming live shows. Come on, you irons. So that's how you can get in touch with the show. Uh, all change. Hashtag KUMB pod. New for series four. Tweet us. Tweet us. Yeah. Leave, yeah. Uh, will you please leave some kind of review on iTunes? <laughs> there is a lot of reviews <laughs> on iTunes. Yeah, I want more. <laughs> because I think that pushes us up in some kind of iTunes, in the iTunes yeah. world. <laughs> in your head. Even if it's like one star, those guys are jokers. <laughs> yeah. Rubbish. Lol. <laughs> Lol. This, isn't, this isn't as good as fake taxi. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, all the all the I think it's Jane Eyre. They've all gone now. They've all, like all it's all lights out in this weird little travel lodge. Gattis has gone. Gattis, yeah. Goodbye. Um, so what else has happened? Oh, so of course it's the last season of the Bolin. I mean, emotional, right? It's emotional. Here. What's going to happen? Yeah, you're just taking a picture. This will appear on uh, <laughs> various social media platforms. How, you, how do you feel about the last last season? Of the very Bolin? sad. Yeah, I'm very sad. Yeah. It's come quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. All that talk for so long and soon it'll be over. Yeah. Soon it'll be a giant Tesco's I know. with flats on top of it. Yeah. And the new stadium, of course, has been opened last weekend for, for more sports. The, the retractable lower tiers, any pictures of that? Yeah, I saw quite a few. Generally, it seemed quite positive other than the price of burgers. Mm. <laughs> it was like £4.80 for a burger. People were furious about it. I was like, but what's the stadium like? Yeah, but the burgers are really expensive. <laughs> I'm only here for the burgers. <laughs> there was a review in The Guardian that said it's, it feels like a much more expansive kind of European-style stadium. Right, for our European football. Yeah, and also I think the capacity is higher than has been previously announced like the the capacity is somehow higher I think it's 900,000 <laughs> <laughs> apparently the season tickets are sold out for it already <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true so we've renewed East and Lower yeah we're yet Final to get season. our appointment for our seats yeah but eagerly anticipating that one yeah. one other thing to talk about of course is Europa League we've been playing now for four years 
in the qualifiers for this. And only another six years to go before, <laughs> before we get to the final. Before we get to the actual qualifying round. Uh, have you been watching it, enjoying it? Uh, I've I've taken it, like pre-season, you can't yeah. judge anything on pre-season. Yeah. You know, you never can. And it's been pre-season. We've been yeah. playing pretty poorly for most of it. Yeah. But without, hopefully, a team that will be starting against Arsenal. So, just getting through. It's exciting just to get through. You made it hard work against that, was it? Bakakakalala. Oh. oh, here we go. Well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, there's some girls over there enjoying that. Uh, they're obviously, obviously not, not, enjoying, not enjoying my company. Yes, come on. Get back on stage. <laughs> Get back on stage. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I have to fucking wait till we've done yeah, this. What are you in? I've been waiting for this for a year. Foie. <laughs> Yeah, but I've just got to do this podcast. <laughs> this is mad. What, we, what is this? <laughs> We're in the acting land. I like just it here. Minutes. I'll never leave. <laughs> I think I just saw Benedict Cumberbatch. I've <laughs> broken your thing. Right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, News of Other Brown, West Ham podcast. Welcome, Russell Brand. Russell Brand. And I'm James Longman. to be on your podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, thank, thank you for coming. Finally. Talking over your intro, James. <laughs> <laughs> but I know James is a producer of well, TV of course, shows. Yeah. So I will not respect him as talent. <laughs> I, I can't this have that. This talent. This is mad. James right? can't cross the talent. <laughs> He's crossed the talent moat. Essentially, <laughs> I've made everything Russell is I've made. So, uh, what, I percentage? Take credit for that. what percentage did you make of you? <laughs> All right, let's talk through it. Dance floor chart while I was still a drug addict. <laughs> James Longman would often score my gear. Very much the, <laughs> the Mark Ward to my Frank McAvenny in the briefcases of drugs. <laughs> Well, cross it in and you'd finish it. Very much. <laughs> yeah, he would cr- yeah, very much. That. Do you remember uh, when we used to go to West Ham with Abbo? We like when I heard the name Abbo, I became frightened. Who yeah. was Abbo? Abbo was a cameraman, a lovely cameraman. He was quite intense, wasn't he, yeah, Abbo? He was intense, yeah. But Abbo was a bit <laughs> ICF, wasn't he? <laughs> he, did, he would have enjoyed that world. I don't know, I don't know if he got involved. I think Abbo like would have fitted into the ICF world rather better than you or I, James. <laughs> If I turned up saying, yeah. could I participate in the chicken runs <laughs> glorious grouping? The ICF, they might say, oh no. You're if they needed a cheerleader, that might work. Uh, one up from a hammerette. Is that <laughs> <laughs> what you're offering? A hooligan cheerleader. A one up from a ham- it's not hard to be one up from a hammerette. <laughs> Those girls, after what they've been through. That was a black day when they were replaced by a teddy bear and a hammer. <laughs> Didn't you, didn't you say you wanted to be Herbie Hammer? Yeah. Or, or hammerhead. I didn't like Herbie Hammer. I don't didn't you like want to get in the outfit, though? I wouldn't Pretend. I've smelt that outfit. Oh, God. No. Have you ever been near <laughs> no, a football team mascot? No. I think I saw it hanging up one day once when I was... Al- you've surely <laughs> have been allowed into the bowling ground backstage no. areas. Yes. Yep. It's really mad, isn't it? And mm. exciting to see like sort of uh, bits of mud with holes in, stud mud on the floor, stuff that uh, the time I went would have been Sam Allardyce's tactics on the wall, mm. uh, kick it towards Andy <laughs> Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Were you upset about Sam going? I liked Sam, you know, like I kissed him that time, and I, I because you know what's happened. You, you lot must have done it because you've interviewed loads of your heroes. I mean, obviously, yeah. I include myself. <laughs> so, like, well, when you when you interview like football, when you meet them, mm. even if you've like gone, oh fucking hell, he slows it down. He's like he, he, yeah. he, he changes the whole shape of the team. No, 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 why is that? Then. When you meet them, you see they're human beings they're the person, and they're yeah. trying their best, and it's impossible to maintain that kind of uh, condemnation. Like you're also you're you're in an individual one-on-one relationship, not part of a crowd, 
cruelly, coldly judging someone being inefficient and paid a fortune, yeah. or just with another human. Yeah. So yeah, I like I I liked I liked Sam Allardyce because I knew him as a, as a bloke and uh, like you know not knew him but met him on a few occasions and he was always really nice or doing something for charity and really really sweet and I thought he had a nice way with him to be honest. Yeah, yeah. all the players, everyone we spoke to at the club and the, and the players said he was a really nice bloke. Yeah. And a good manager, good band manager. Mm. Yeah, it, I could see that. It was brave to go in and hug him. Were you not worried that he might go? No, it was no, a hug and a kiss, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a, a hug and full kiss. Well, I was quite excited. <laughs> it, it was, was a really first base. Play. You got to first base for the exam. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared to go further. <laughs> I'd have run right round. <laughs> can you imagine? I can't oh, imagine Sam being on the receiving end of that kind of relationship. <laughs> I don't want to see those cheeks red. <laughs> in you go. Woof. <laughs> Imagine he's got a rhino hide. Like it's oh, a big, a it's a big lover. hide. <laughs> a I think I'd lover. have to spend a bit of time scraping with a butter knife before I could get entry. Why have we not in this? Yeah, I know. Well, Slaven Bilic now is the manager. You'd be straight in with Slaven. Would you? He's got cold eyes though. Cold eyes. I like the steely cold eyes of yeah. Slaven Bilic. Uh, and uh, well, there's a lot of things I like about. It. Look, hold on a minute. I just want to tell you why I kissed Sam Allardyce oh, yeah. a bit before I get on to why I would fully fellate <laughs> the Slav. It, um, because it was that it was a two-one win against City. I was doing some commentary for BT, and like Frank McAvenny was there, and I, and I know you know Frank. Mm. He's wildly inappropriate and don't recognise how to behave <laughs> on, on telly. So he'd like, you think, don't say that, Frank. You bloody idiot. Oh, ain't you kidding? Like when the makeup lady comes up, oh, you can't have enough powder for me. I'll have a bit more powder, love. Frank, on television, you're a convicted criminal. Stop making jokes about cocaine. Right? Like it comes to something if I'm the one doing the censorship. And anyway, like sort of, they. I was in some stupid big bloody BT black box thing. Right? They went, you like, I goes, oh, like, can I bring some of my mates? Like, and I'll do it because you don't get paid nothing for doing the BT thing. I goes, I'll come, but if you if I can bring some of my mates, sort it out. And they goes, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a box. It wasn't a fucking director's box. It was a literal box. This black box thing. And if you ever look That's at Matches next to of the us, day, it's on the corner next to us where mm. we sit. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. I was in a fucking stupid aquarium thing yeah. like, and I really I didn't realise because I thought it was like mirrored glass but I was exposed I was there with my dad and some mates who were City fans and stuff and like really exposed and then like some people in North Bank saw me and said come down come down so like I came down got in there and like it was amazing it was the first time I've been like I've been in like st- what you'd call standing area mm. even though of course it's seated now mm. but if I'm standing for, for years for maybe mm. 10 15 years like and like it was mental and people cuddled me too hard I got cuddled around the neck <laughs> and I think that wasn't even a cuddle thinking about it, that's strangling you <laughs> <laughs> like, really accept me with this neck cuddle <laughs> no but it was really a lovely vibe and I had to do a song but I think I did a bit of an away song instead of a home song I, I mean yeah. mistakes were made but nonetheless <laughs> it was an exhilarating day an exhilarating performance and then so afterwards like I was coming through like coming down the tunnel and like I see Big Sam and it's always surprising how small that area where people are doing interviews is it's just a like, couple of bits of paper in it like with yeah. Barclays Bank written on it you think it seems like a studio when you watch it on the telly and he's just stood there in that sort of the little Rubik cube corner of paper and I thought I'm going to kiss that man it was like an urge it was like a sort of <laughs> the urge that a kind of urge that I imagine could get people in a lot more trouble so I lunged him and I mm. kissed him it was all over it was like a car crash kiss I enjoyed it yeah. <laughs> that was when we thought we would never lose again. I know. The euphoria of that result. Yeah. We thought we'll never lose again. This team cannot be beaten. <laughs> and a Valencia. <laughs> Sacco. This fine. We're going like, to beat Liverpool, beat C. Yeah. yeah. But like, what about the nagging doubt? Yeah. yeah. It well, it all went wrong towards the end, didn't it, last season? Did you think Sam, they were right to kind of mutually agree to get rid of him? 
I've been through a few emotions. You know that sort of, well, I spoke to my dad about it and he said like he wanted it to happen, but then when it did happen, uh, he regretted it. Oh no, that's about me being born. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he said, he goes like, he was looking, he goes like, you know, he was like, let's get rid of, we've got to get rid of Sam, we've got to get rid of Sam. But then when he actually went, he's like, oh fuck, we're going into that stadium. Yeah. Oh no. Because yep. like, no, but I liked Billich anyway from that Croatia game. I was, I've only ever seen one England game live, you know, like attended. And uh, it was that one where Croatia beat England at Wembley mm. when McLaren got that Wally brolly and the Wally and the brolly. I went mm. to that. And the thing about Slavon Billich, although he's just so looked a little bit cheap he had panache yeah and pizzazz on mm. the touchline and i thought this man has leadership skills that this other fella under the brolly don't appear to have yeah so that's when and, and I, I know some turkish lads who said he, where is it he's like fernabash or Besiktas. Besiktas, yeah, yeah said yeah, that he was yeah. very good there yeah. and and uh and also so like yeah i've got a bit of i feel like he would be he's going to be all right and also i like mm. that thing he said he said some mad thing about socialism like socialism <laughs> is the only way <laughs> You know, it's a mad quote that you wouldn't expect from right. a football manager. Like what on earth says mad quotes about socialism? What <laughs> kind of a guy? Maybe it's sort of about the wage structure. It's like Kevin Nolan has earned the same as Andy Carroll from now on. This um, is it. This is what he's, he's imposing egalitarianism yeah. across that squad. So I don't know. How do you not feel? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it's an unknown, isn't it? He's, not, he's, he's had a bit of trouble in the past at places locomotive Moscow. He, he kind of yeah. failed a bit. So. I'm quite excited just because but I have no idea how this season will go. So I'm yeah. excited by it. I've absolutely no idea. Speaking of this season, Russell, last season at Bolin, I mean, this is a moment to be alive. <laughs> I haven't emotionally accepted it. You know yeah. when you sort of think, oh, maybe it won't happen? Like, I don't know, like mm. a dog being put down or something. <laughs> you think, maybe this isn't real. Yeah. But I, I can't fully accept it because... For me, that, right, there's a West Ham on the telly. There's West Ham in your mind. There's West Ham Subutio. But the main West Ham for me is the experience of going there as a little kid with my dad, then with my friends, and then, like, you know, like us a lot, James, when we used to go. Like, and it's a, like a really mixed feeling for me. Scariness, disappointment, fear, jubilation. But it's like very sort of powerful. And it's all tied up in that place. It's all tied up. And walking along Green Street, mm. going through the turnstiles, and, like, and then, like, you know, and then like, now, like, getting into the backstage areas and seeing. Like a like serviette with the crest on it, and now uh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I was ever allowed in them areas, I nicked everything that <laughs> bought near me. And there's a cup of tea. Oh my god, I'll fucking have that cup. <laughs> like little chocolates with like the crest on. I'm everything, I just stole it, you know. Like, so, so but it's all for me. Like, look. The kits can change. The players mm. can change. The managers can change. That now, mm. like the stadium, we're one of the clubs where that you know, like that hasn't obviously well, hasn't happened. And the place, the sacredness mm. of place. I'm, I'm scared. I've been in that Olympic fucking stadium singing a Willy Wonka song on top of a bus. Yes. <laughs> but you've got previous. Yes. <laughs> I got pre It did not go well. <laughs> I was up there singing "Come with Me" on a journey into pure imagination. And while I was going round that fucking running track yeah. and the, singing the bloody Gene Wilder song from Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, back in my mind I was thinking, West Ham won't fucking feel this. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me and you'll be here with 10,000 people <laughs> watching wolves in a couple of seasons. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I, I, we've all tried to forget, James, but the <laughs> lingering memory of the psychedelic bus and the ch Charlie and the Chocolate song <laughs> torments. Uh, 888 Sport trebles your odds on your first bet. Place your bet, get three times the odds and three times the winnings. It's as simple as up, tap, bet. 888 Sport, bet you can. And, and, uh, and just your memories of the bowling growing mm. up. What, what's your, what do you think about, you know, we're, we're, talk, we're talking a lot about like 
leaving and how it makes us feel and how sad we are about mm. it. But what are your first memories of it? Going there and like being on, like looking out onto Green Street, like after the match when everyone was leaving. And my dad, well, I don't remember this, but I can remember the feeling of watching it. My dad and my dad said that I went. Is that all the people in the world, Dad? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and, I, and I can remember the feeling, and the feeling, I think you plug back into that feeling every time it happens, of yeah. coming upstairs and the seeing grass. the pitch yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Like, <gasps> and it's a feeling of weird, mad excitement that you can't fully understand. I can remember, like, I, I remember, the, the, you know, Bovril and yeah. Oxo and, and stupid smells drink. of cigarettes and stuff like that. Yeah, and when people, like, and the drinking mm. and the smoking and, like, then I remember that, uh, like someone once, like I can't remember which stand I was in, but I was standing, and like, and I think I was about fifteen. Someone, uh, like, in the home end, and someone set fire to my back. Like, you know what? <laughs> it was in days of sort of like, let's all, let's go fucking mental, yeah. let's go fucking mental. And I was like, I was excited by it, but I'm obviously never going to be fully accepted into the hardcore. Jostling along, let's all form a circle. Let's all form a circle. And then I looked, someone had set fire to my back. <laughs> I thought this is an interesting moment to be a West Ham fan. <laughs> and then, like when I was first famous, like I remember, like someone going, uh, like oh, like somebody listen to this. Somebody goes, oh, now you're famous. You come to West Ham. I was like. I've always been here, <laughs> but I wasn't famous. <laughs> it's not like I use fame to go to the bowling ground. Ooh. Have you had a chant? Have fans given you a chant? I don't think I would ever risk that. No. I, like, I mean, like, do you, I don't think it would be positive, no, I, do you? No, I, no, I saw I, I was I, was, I saw James Corden there once, and he got everyone was on his side, and then he responded, and then then it turned. <laughs> <laughs> so for future reference, what, get give out. Give us a wave. Give us a wave. <laughs> like, yeah. He responded, yeah, he and responded then it's like you. Nice one, yeah. Then where did it go? <laughs> I think this is my first guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So that's what I, I, I they like a couple of times they've gone. Russell, why don't you go out on a pitch and announce this raffle or some shit? And I'm always, you, uh, no, no, mm. never. I will never do it. Like the Davids or whatever gone, oh, would you mind going out on a pitch? I'm, like, I'm never going on that pitch. because Although one time, actually, and it was around the sort of the time I was doing lots of stuff to do housing and sort of like getting involved in mm. all activism and that, right? One time, like, I was, it was that City game. Again, the bloke goes, it's a bit weird, actually, a bit of a weird conversation. He goes, yeah, I'll run the bubble machine. Do you want to come and see how it works? <laughs> Which is sort of the most <laughs> paedophilic <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I'll come with you, sir. <laughs> this bubble machine, where is it? It's down the front of my trousers. <laughs> now, if you want to make them bubbles sore. <laughs> but anyway, he took me to the bubble machine and you I went? had to walk right along the chicken run. <sighs> and I was a polite, respectful <laughs> applause. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cricket match. Like, yeah. ah, well done, mate. And yeah. I was like, thank you very much. <laughs> there was no chance. I was very nervous because I don't think I could take rejection on that scale. That oh, would, wow. I yeah. don't know if I that come back hurt. from that. Didn't, so your stag, didn't you do stag do at West Ham? Yes, so I, I did. Was a kick round? I think it was a... Uh, I went on the pitch, but I'm very nervous, like, you know, like around football. And like, I don't... I wouldn't be confident in that environment. In fact, so the whole time around getting married, actually, to tell you the truth, there was a lot of this sort of madness going on. I, I couldn't focus on uh, like taking a penalty. <laughs> I was on the receiving end of one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who are your favourites in the current squad then? All the kind of players there at the moment. Mark Noble, do you Yes, get Mark Noble. Like Now, my friend Gareth is here, who's like a not on mic, but Gareth, like, some, many of you remember that Mark Noble had a short spell on loan at Hull, and Gareth is a fan of... Flamingo uh, Island, is it? What are the sponsors? Flamingo, Flamingo Land. Land. Well, that's ah. the sponsors of Hull now. Hull of Flamingo Land. They've got Flamingo Land. They've got Flamingo Land written on their shirts. Yeah, with a flamingo. That's good because at least pink and yellow is not going to make them look like a team from <laughs> <with> total clowns. <laughs> <laughs> They're called the Tigers. 
It's those tigers of flamingo, lad. Hull. What? What was that sentence? <laughs> Something from a drug-induced poem. <laughs> it's the tigers of flamingo, lad. Hey, up. That's fucked up. <laughs> well, like, Mark Noble was on loan there. And, like, you know, like, early day, I think, I don't know, I think it was maybe West Ham Hull, me and Gareth went, or anyway, Gareth came to a game with me, and Mark Noble was in the players' lounge. And I always overreact to players. I don't modulate the level of communication that is appropriate because... <laughs> In my head, they're adults and I'm a little kid, right? And I still see them as being like my dad's age and I'm seven. <laughs> so, like, but Mark Noble, I'm like 20 fucking years older than Mark Noble, probably. Or 15. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I know I look good. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> like, I, go, I, go over to, I go over to Mark Noble and I'm too gushing. Like, too poetic, you know? I'm like, Mark, you are the canning town, heart and soul of this club, and I honour thee. Like that, like, sort of, like, too poetic and too weird. And like, oh, thanks, mate. You know what I mean? Like, Mark Noble's not going to receive... You just might as well go, nice one, Mark. What a pleasure mm. to meet you. Normal, not weird. Gareth, on the other hand, goes, uh, oh, all right, all right, Mark. I remember you, you, was up, you played for us at Hull for a while. And then, like, in Mark Noble went, mm, yeah, yeah, I did. And then there was a silence... <laughs> Where a compliment should have happened. <laughs> no, the silence was for a compliment. Yeah. Um, and Gareth said, what did you say? I said you were decent. Because he was injured most of the time. You said you were decent in a sort of a way that sounded qualified. <laughs> judgmental. Damning. You were decent. <laughs> like that. And Mark Noble. And then all of us sort of had to stand there for a bit. <laughs> awkward. Well, yeah, it was awkward. And there wasn't, hadn't been a proper compliment. That's probably why I go into these weird poems. <laughs> um, we're we're going to have to say thank you so much. That was good, wasn't well, it? It we went well. Predictions for Arsenal? One last question. Oh, Morris, is Morrissey a West Ham fan? I don't think there's any way of knowing what Morrissey <laughs> truly is <laughs> on almost any level. <laughs> but he does sometimes put that He puts West Ham things yeah. on, yeah. And Russell's he references... Cat is yeah. Morrissey, that's a West Ham. Yeah. 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 Blue Scarves at gigs and sometimes, so... He's, he's an unknowable entity, Morrissey, mm. isn't he? So, all right, to wrap up, I feel Arsenal like... prediction. Uh, are you going to go? No, I can't. Why? Arsenal away. I know it's at the Emirates. You're in Tuscany. I don't know about all of this. <laughs> well, like, um, I don't know. Two one away win. We're not going to win that, are we? What am I saying? I don't know. It's difficult to know. It's, everything's unknown. Like you said, James, we've been plunged into another mm. world. This is our last season of the bowling that we have to enjoy. We're under a new, charismatic, potentially weird man. I don't know. It's not going to be Rhoda. It feels. Is it like Zola? I don't know. What is it yeah. like? What is it like? I don't have a frame of reference. I spoke to uh, two. I asked about it. Harry Redknapp. And he said, no, yeah. I go, see, what's he like? Uh, and I couldn't quite remember. I go, he play, did, uh, he, did you manage him? I signed him. I signed him. He'd be all right, West Ham, no, they love a character. Got to be a character <laughs> if you're West Ham manager. He said, as if to say, I'm a character, which no one could argue with. Position this season. Final question. I know it's unknown, but what, just throw one out there. <laughs> a number between one and 20. Do one and 20. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I want to say a number like eight, but I'm very worried that it's a number like 19. <laughs> <laughs> we'll accept eight. We'll take, yeah, we'll we'll take, take your that. first answer. Russell Brand, thank you very much. Thank Join so us on the podcast. Knees up on the brown. Woo. Get in touch with the show. Email us at podcast at kumb.com. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag KUMBpod. Or why not follow us? Chris is at CJS Skull with a C. James is at Longers1. And Graham, editor of KUMB, is at KUMB.com. If you're on Facebook, be sure to join the KUMB group for all the latest news and gossip. There's also the KUMB forum for all kinds of chatter. Simply go to KUMB.com and click forum. Finally, join the KUMB podcast mailing list. 
Click this podcast link on KUMB.com and sign up for exclusive content from the studio. And be the first to know about upcoming live shows. Come on, you irons. So there you go, that's Russell Brand. Finally. Finally. At last, in the National Theatre, no less. In the National Theatre. We, we wouldn't will travel. <laughs> Good night, Gattis. Good night, everyone. Nothing left to say except Arsenal away this weekend. Thoughts, quickly? Oh, it's always tough. We always have one good half. Yeah. I'm hoping the second half will be our good half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's never I mean, been a happy hunting ground, but I mean, Stamford Village. Yeah. This is the start of the village era, really. Yes, it is. If we can yeah. get a draw, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Should we say, oh, they're scoring quite a lot pre-season. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start optimistic. I'm going to go 2-2. Oh, oh, intriguing. Okay, then. Well, we'll speak to you next week. In the meantime, from us here at the National Theatre, come on you irons. Olivier, come <laughs> on you irons. <laughs>